Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. Uh, we were having a conversation, and we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how you said that people will accidentally she you or her you and then say, oh, I never do that. Right. After you point it out to them. And I find it annoying. Yes, because and how on earth would you know what you do or never do if I just had to point it out to you? Yes. And so then I said to you, so how do we know what we don't know? Well, that's the thing. We don't. What what didn't we know? And so in hindsight, we can see some of the things that we have learned that we didn't know that we wouldn't have known before. Yeah, that's why they say hindsight is twenty twenty. I think it's probably a little better than that sometimes. So some of the things, let's see, one of the things that we uh, we didn't know or we don't know if we don't know is that we, we tend to think that we're good parents. And other people generally comment that we are good parents. Well, we, we tend to think that what we're doing is a good idea. I don't know if we think, you might think that, oh, I'm a good parent. I just think I'm parenting. I, I'm doing my best. I hope it's a good thing. We tend to think that what we're doing is the best choice for our children. Yes, we do think that. Or, and, or in, in, in any case, we're thinking we're doing our best to do the best choice. Yes. And we also, you know, given our experience with other members of our community, I work, both of us work in public service. Mm -hmm. And so we see a lot of poorly parented children. Mm -hmm. And given that understanding, we tend to think of ourselves as more effective for our children than our respective exes. Right. And then, and then what ha happened recently is I was gone for about two weeks and you were gone for five days and we came back and our children were very well behaved for us coming from other places. And yes. so that was both unusual and very enjoyable. Yes, it was nice to have them being super good and it was kind of weird to have them being super good after grandma and their other parents have yeah, been caring for them. Grandma will just spoil them, and then usually they come back, and I have to say, this is not grandma's house. Yes. We're not doing that. No. No, you can't have soda. No. I'm not having soda. It's no good. So and just, you know. Oftentimes after they spend example. a little too much time at their other parents' house, they show symptoms of having had little to no boundaries, very little discipline, Mm, whole lot more self-direction than is generally appropriate for children of their age or developmental ability. Right. And and it seems like it, from our perspective, both their other parents feel uh, worried or guilty or something. And then they, you know, don't make more boundaries because of that. They want to be their kid's friend. Yeah. Or they want to be the friend parent that they think they are being. But anyhow, that's my opinion. I don't know what I don't know, which is my point here. Well, and they came back and we thought they were being so good. And so we thought that was something that maybe we had been wrong about. That what? maybe we needed to reevaluate whether or not the other people were being better parents, whether the kids ought to be spending more time there. Well, yeah, between that and the 
realizing that if these other people don't know what they think they're doing and they aren't doing that or they are, because we don't know what they're doing either when we're not there, then how do we know? Right, right. But then we got all the discipline notes home. That was no good. Then we had to take the other one to the ass assessment for mental health and suicide twice in oh less than a week. Gosh. So it didn't turn out that, that way. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, they were still good at home. They were good at home, and it was weird to see just how much of a difference there was between how they behaved for us at home and how they were behaving at school, the two boys. Yeah. Yeah, those poor teachers. Oh, my gosh. Number two is having to get sent back to a special ed classroom from both of his other inclusion classrooms and getting home notes and just... He, he threw some kid against the stairs because her brother told him to go beat her up. Yes, her, her brother said, beat up my sister, and so he threw her. I informed him he is not to throw or hurt other children, especially girls, because he's too strong. Mm -hmm. he, he's got it. I could see he looked right at me, kind of like the time when I said, you're not to tell anybody you're going to kill them, ever. And he got it. He got and it. And he hasn't done that. He hasn't. You know, I expect at some point he'll, he'll have that lapse and I will, I will really, you know. You'll have to get at him. Get at him again. But um, he understood. Bo both that. of the boys, our first, our oldest and our second oldest, both boys had emails from their teachers coming at us. Yes. Saying, and the hey. emails from the older one, from number one, started while I was gone. And I had to email back after we got back because I didn't have a chance while we were driving for four days straight. Mm -hmm. And I emailed back and I said, mm, in a whole lot nicer and more educationally appropriate words, I said, if he's failing, please fail him. Mm -hmm. If he needs to repeat a grade before he moves on to high school, then he'd better get that out of the way now. Mm -hmm. And please don't feel bad about making him. Making him be responsible for himself. So... We didn't know how able or unable your mom would be. We transferred to talking about my mom. I missed that part. Because it was something else that we didn't know. That oh, we yeah. Knew. Yeah, we didn't know that. We didn't <laughs> know you. that we didn't we're know. We're on the same topic, but we're using a different example. Yes. Yes. And and then there's there's different factors in there. She's grieving. Uh, she's We're driving across country, which is taxing to her sort of frail, diabetic self who has had a lot of blood sugar problems in the last couple of weeks since her husband had died. Yes. You know, so there's that too. And to, you know, taking her out of her regular routine, which the situation did in and of itself. Right. We didn't know. We found out a few things. We did. We found out as mom said, um, I'm not used to having to be somewhere on time. Oh my gosh. That, because she that had no, me. Because I, I knew what she was saying. I mean, she's been retired. And when and they would go on a trip, they could get in the car and drive for as long as they wanted to and then quit when they wanted to quit. Yeah, we, we had to get back here and, and manage children and jobs. Yes. And that was like an eye opener to her. Yes. <clears throat> and even before when she wasn't retired, she generally managed her own businesses and was able to dictate her own schedule right 
the the other thing about the the schedule for her was um she didn't realize how taxing things were and how she needed to sit down in between things she didn't realize how much she had had done for her and how much leeway she had compared to what a quote-unquote normal daily schedule would be like right well that makes me think that she probably will be okay at at an apartment type thing for you know seniors because i was worried a little bit that she'd be lonely Mm -hmm. you know right now we've been running back and forth and seeing her you know two and three times three three times a day and but I think she'll be fine because she makes coffee, she rests. She drinks coffee, she rests. She washes the cup, she rests. She takes a shower, she, she rests. rests. So she's kind of cool with that, and she prefers it. That's good. So that's that's understandable. Mm-hmm. That she'll, she'll be good over there. Yes, I, I like the place that I think we found for her. That's yeah, good. and we're very excited because we did find a place for mom. Yes, because the temporary placement that we had for her was going to run out soon, and we didn't want to move her in here. No, it was a really good um, interim, a good transition for her to be where she's at because it's very quiet. Yes, but we could access her because she's you know a block away. So, so that that's been good. But we were about to have to move her into the teenager's room by moving him into the living room, which I was surprised he was understanding of course understanding it and then trying it is finding out what you don't know (laughs) yeah we had the discussion on our way back from the mental health hospital after another suicide evaluation yes and once again they said he is not really a danger to himself or others please take him home and when you took him there they said basically don't bring him back unless he actually does something so we didn't know and she didn't know. And what else didn't we know? Oh, there's a lot of things we didn't know and probably still don't. Um, How about your transition? What didn't you yes, know? I'm, I, what else? I mean, there's lots of things you realize in retrospective I didn't know. For one one thing, I've been going to physical therapy mm-hmm. for my chest spasms. Yes. My left pec is not Please, We've decided... I was splinched. <laughs> splinched. Splinched, yeah. Yes. Splinched, like Ron. Yes. Yes. Read your Harry Potter, folks. Um, <laughs> she's rolling her eyes. And then hope that I can say things correctly. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> That's the that way this way, works. I, I, under, I, I think in concepts. You do. I don't always get the word exactly how I want. The letters sometimes go in the wrong place. I know what letters are in the word sometimes, but that's it. Anyhow, the idea is that the nerves in my chest on that side, that's, there's three big nerves that are kind of bound by some scar tissue. And then there's some other nerves that instead of connecting uh, to each other, they are kind of crooked and missing each other. And they haven't quite reached each other yet. And um, so that could take a while. And the physical therapy has been very helpful. Yes. Now, the reasons for this can be a lot. A lot of times you're bigger on your left side, and so when they do surgery, they take more stuff out and more stuff moves around, and it doesn't get exactly in the right place again as easily as the right side. 
the the other reason being that I'm right-handed, and so I moved my right hand around more anyway. Yes. So between those factors and just the way uh, surgery can happen, my my thoughts before surgery were, well, I think it would probably look nicer if I did a regular surgery where they, you know, kind of form your, your pecs underneath mm-hmm. and then put your nipples back on somewhere. Yes. But I, I just couldn't. You, the, you were uncomfortable with having your nipples removed and replaced. Yeah, n- nipple plucking was not my preference. Correct. Yes. So I don't know if I would have had better results um, from a different surgery. I think I probably would have had different complications. Yes. That's all. I mean, and some guys' surgeries go really good and some go okay and some go not so good. Um I think I was also I was kind of worried that then I wouldn't have a nipple, but I just just taking them off and putting them on just seemed wrong to me. It felt wrong. Okay. For me. I like that you do what feels right for you based on you know your understanding of the situation. You do your research. You do, you know, you're you're not just going with your gut. You're going with your gut and your brain, but you do listen to your gut. Yes, I do. The scars are you know, not as easy to hide. Um, but I, I, my thought about the scars was you're going to have scars anyway. If somebody's going to ask you about scars, they're going to ask. And, you know, mm-hmm. so there you have it. It doesn't matter if they're supposed to be, you know, making your pecs look better or not. And right. I, you know, I didn't have twice the money to pay for surgery that, that would uh, maybe provide those other kind of results. So the, anyhow, that's the, the thoughts on, on the uh, the chest right now and the what I didn't know and what I'm finding out and then what to do about it because I, I did figure whatever the situation may be, I'm going to adapt to it. Right. So. I so. like that you adapt. Thanks. You adapted yesterday. I did adapt yesterday. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we... We're taking a hike, and it was extremely windy. It was. Like, you know, 40, 50, 60 mile an hour gusts. Because you know. that's what happens. Well, and it, it said after a certain time, so we tried to get going fairly early, but early is relative depending on how many tasks you have beforehand and how much time you have to check on mom on your way to the hike. Yes. Yes. So um, we... We're trying to hurry because we had to get back and go see a place for mom. Mm-hmm. And you were grumpy anyway, and you had been grumpy. I had been grumpy for a couple of days, and I still can't quite figure out all of why, but I think I was just dealing with stress. Yes, probably. Yeah. Anyway. So you were grumpy, and we were trying to hike, and I wasn't sure what to ask. Like, you know, should we go back? I asked you that. No. Okay. Then I just took the, I'm not going to ask more. Why ask more? You just said no. I can understand no. Yes. I I love that you can understand no. (laughs) Even though you weren't comfortable and you were still grumpy. I I thought you were grumpy grumpy because of the, you know, the conditions were not ideal and they weren't as. That's what made you grumpy. I was uncomfortable with that and I was uncomfortable with you being grumpy. (laughs) I so was I was concerned about just these things. Stressed, and I hadn't been to the gym since I left for 
your mom's house. And so I needed to right. and you need be that, physically active to get out some of that stress. You need that regular physical activity a little more than me because I have adapted over time since I've had my surgery and have had less activity overall. Yeah. And and you feel the stress of it when you don't. And I know that feeling. I remember mm -hmm. it quite well. And when you asked me, should we stop? Should we go back? I'm like, no. Must hike. Yeah. Mm. We hiked, and but but because we were hurrying, at one point, probably halfway through the hike, I, I said, okay, hold this water bottle. I'm going to run ahead of you to take a leak. And I ran way ahead of you. You did. You were so freaking far ahead of me, I didn't even see you. No. And I knew I was way up there. So when I found a spot, I hurried up, take a leak, come out, and I thought, I think she's ahead of me, but I'm going to wait a few minutes and see if I see her. Mm -hmm. I don't see her. And so I start running down the hill, mountain, whatever it is. It's far up and down. Yes. I ran all the way down to the sign. I ran past the sign and went, uh-oh. Uh, did she turn at the sign? Where is she? I don't see her, and I don't see the people that I saw in front of me before. Where'd they go? They passed me. At that point, by the time the text got you, they had passed you. But when I sent the text, they were back by me. And because we're... Out in the mountains, it takes a while for it to get through. <laughs> it did. So in the meantime, I ran back up the hill to find you. <laughs> you did. Mm -hmm. Because I could. Yes, you could. Yes. And then I realized by your picture text that you were way down there. So I ran back down the hill and then eventually found you. Yes. At the end of the trail. You had sent me a text that said, I'm at the fork with the sign. I was. And I was at the other fork with the sign waiting for you. I thought that's where you were. So I started booking to get ahead to you because I thought you had made really good time. What was you? I did. I did make good time. I was just still back there going up and down. <laughs> <laughs> that's I was awesome. at the first sign and fork, which I could have took a picture of, and you would have said, where's ah. that sign? Because you didn't see it. I didn't see that sign. And I knew where the, the fork was. That's... I didn't realize there was a sign at that fork. It's, it's funny because... We've been doing this thing where I'm doing what you do and you do what I do. Like, I'm reading the sign. And I'm, you're I'm not usually the word seeing... person and you're usually the picture person. You didn't even see the sign. I didn't. No. And I think that's something else that you didn't realize that you didn't know was how, um, how much your thought processes would change over the course of this past year. And... You used to, you know, both of us used to attribute my forgetfulness and my uh, hyper awareness of all those little markers on the landscape and in our environments of what's where and how to get what you need. We had both kind of attributed that to my upbringing. Sort of, yeah. That I'm really aware of everything and so I forget a lot of things. Right. The only reason I was reading the sign is because I thought there's a sign. My wife reads signs. I better read the sign because yes. I'm not with my wife and I better find out where she is. Yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't have read the sign. Right. Right. That was the only reason. Lately, though, you've been doing a lot of those things that are like me. And we've come to understand that it's a combination of increased testosterone and parenting drives you effing nuts. Yes, it does. It totally does. Yes. So I forget what I'm doing. Of course... We're we're not just parenting children right now. We're also parenting my mom, and and that has increased my it has uh, capacity to do things incorrectly. 
Yes, yes. Forget where I'm going, forget what I was doing, and go there and come back without whatever it was I went for. Yes, which is what I do all the time. Or set things down, (laughs) you know, I'm carrying my cup of coffee, or I'm carrying, you know, whatever it is that I'm trying to use. Oh, I went for a whisk, and then I'm bringing it across the kitchen, and I set it down in the bathroom, because... or in the hallway, or something. Somebody else needed me there, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then I get back to the kitchen because I should have, you know, walked the three feet from the drawer to the island and gone back to what I was doing. But I didn't walk the three feet from the drawer to the island. I walked the 20 feet down the hall to the bedroom, back to the hall, back to the bathroom, and then to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I went to the garage three times this morning before I came back with the box of tea. Well, I did manage to get the dog's food done in the meantime. But yes. I thought I was going to do two things at once. Instead, I did three times and got two things done. <laughs> <laughs> Which means one time you did zero things? Yes, because I went and thought, what am I doing? <laughs> came back. <laughs> and you forgot why you had sent me to the store yesterday, too. Yes, when you came back, I was like, oh, there she is. Good. But why was she gone? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting your Epsom salts I because was... you would run up and down the mountain times. Yeah, I was worried that it might hurt later. Oh. I, thought, I thought I better have some in the house. Hey, it worked. I didn't I didn't hurt later because the Epsom salts were here. Because we had it. Yes. I love the way that works, though. And it's like the way that we had talked to number one child about having to give up his room. Yes. Number one child has the warmest room in the house. And so if... Uh, your mom was going to have to come and stay with us. Then we have to kick the oldest child out of his room. Then we would have to give her his room because she has circulatory problems and she needs the warmest room. And we don't keep our house super warm in the winter. And we can't even if we tried. Like even if she was going to be here a week or two and we wanted to have it warmer, it doesn't get warmer except in his room. Right. He has the vent that is nearest the heater. And that's the one that works, apparently. <laughs> and the most insulated room, because he has rooms all around him. Yes, he's, his, his room is have, fairly central. The rest of the smallest outside wall Yes. of any room in the house. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, everybody else has a lot of outside exposure. So when you close his doors, it gets very nice and warm in there. Yes, and so we talked to the child about, you know, you may have to give up your room. If if we don't find another place for Granny to stay, mm-hmm. and if that happens, you know we'll we'll figure out how to get you a space in another room or in the living room, and you know can will will you be able to work that out with us for a few days or a week or two if if that's really what's needed? And he looks at me and says, "If that's what we need to do, then that's what we need to do." I'm impressed by that. Which was so weird because that's not how he usually operates. Okay, he never operates that way. Let's just say it. Okay. <laughs> Ever. Fair. But... Hey, maybe it's a new trend. Ooh. Maybe we don't know something and it'll be really cool. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But what I did know at that time was if you plan for a contingency, that's the one that won't happen. The ones that you haven't planned for are the problems that are going to pop up and make you deal with them. The problems that you planned for, that you are ready to have happen. Because then you can focus on the solution, and that could be that whole thing where people like to meditate on the positive solution thing. Right. You've got the problem out of the way, and you can just focus on your solution. Right. But Or it's some kind of magic. Either way, I'm really okay with it. 
Okay. Like, you know, we got you Epsom salts and so you didn't need them. Yes. Um, what's the old saying? If you don't have a pair of crutches, you'll need some soon. I keep them in the garage. Yes. I don't want those. No. I keep the walker there too. You do. You did need that the other day. I, you... I needed that when we came back from our trip. Oh, you busted your back bad sitting in that car for a while. I got out of the car and it wouldn't operate anymore. Mm -mm. I couldn't walk right and needed the walker to even just inch towards the car to get to the chiropractor. Oh, <laughs> you poor boy. But yeah, and I told it's him. It's funny now that I don't need it. I told him, thank you for that because now we won't actually need your room. Mm -hmm. and, so and we get to tell him that. We get of course, to I'll be glad to get this done because um, now it's a weekend and we have to wait till the weekend is over and, until we can process it, but it shouldn't be a problem. Yes. I mean, I just, I felt like it was going to be, when, when we were leaving Chicago and when I knew we had to bring her here and find something, I thought about, there's a lot of senior places around us, but some of them are private pay. They're very expensive. And, I, but I thought there's other ones that aren't in this is going to be controlled areas around us. There's gonna it's gonna be easier than it would be otherwise because it needs to be. We've had enough of the hard part and it's time for the easier part. Yes. And she's supposed to be here and have her place and it's gonna work. So it is. There it, is. it is. We found a place yesterday and we're gonna take her back there. And the three of us are so excited. Woo. <laughs> we, yeah. We're, yeah. We're yeah. excited. It's good. Yes. We don't have to move mom three times, we can just move her one more time. Yes. Happy, happy. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything else that we didn't know that we didn't know? I'll let you know when I find out. All right. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Is that it? Yep. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! And so... <laughs> what? You. What? What about me? Okay, you, you, and so, back to matter-of-fact, it's unlike you. <laughs> You're the one we're playing cards last night, and you're like, both you boys are giving me wood <laughs> when we're playing Catan. Of course. Yeah, you have to comment about everything. And I now you just... And then... <laughs> so go ahead. And then... <laughs> <laughs>